Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Do It For Him. In this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will encourage us to press on in our lives for the Lord. We will be going through practical and specific areas where we can not only grow, but strengthen our zeal and our passion to live our lives for God. We live in a time where God needs men and women of not only action, but of pure motives to bring Him glory. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Men, lead your home. Lead your home. Take your Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. And I want you to notice something. Verses 22 through 33, the most significant, thorough, and inclusive portion of Scripture on the relationship between a husband and wife, including the positional aspects of leadership and submission. Great, fine and well. But before verse 22 launches off all the way through verse 23, I want you to notice verse 21. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Sir, do you know that God has called you before he ever told your wife, in verse 22, to submit to you, he has told you to submit to her? Let me ask you a question this morning. Have you done it? You say, what do you mean, preacher? Verse 21 is the second commandment. It's loving your neighbor as yourself. For any marriage to work, and you've heard me, you've heard me say a number of things, and I, and I hope they're not cliche, like marriage is a relationship between two what? forgivers, okay? Now, you look at this right here, and you look at verse 21, and, and before, before everything that follows can be in place, I have to have the attitude toward my wife, you first, and then me second. That's me submitting to her in the fear of God. By the way, sir, the father-in-law you ought to be worried about is your heavenly father, because if you're married to someone who's saved, her father is in heaven, and you'll answer to him someday for your stewardship of your marriage. Too many Christian men get over here in this section of Scripture, yeah, see, you're supposed to submit. Yeah, look what you... Hey, sir, are you doing your part? Are you the kind of leader you should be? Did you start out by submitting to her in the fear of God? Does she know that she is your interest before your interests? If we don't do all of that, then none of the rest is going to work no matter how we try. And you look at verses 25 through 33. Fellas, after she is explained to in verses 22, 23, and 24 about submitting to you, you've got 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, that says you need to love her like Christ loves the church. You know what, guys? we got a bigger responsibility. How's your commitment to your marriage? How's your commitment to your home? How's your example to your family? How's your courage? It takes courage sometimes to lead your family the way it should be led. 
And how's your love? Does your wife feel loved by you? Guys, you need to tell her every day, more than once a day. You see, we have a hard time getting that. I, if my wife didn't tell me she loved me for a month, it wouldn't bother me. When I come home, if my meal is there, when I go to the underwear drawer, there's some clean and folded, I'm good. Okay? So I bring the paycheck home. And besides, I told her 12 years ago when we went to the altar, I told her I loved her. Would you, ma'am, if that's your husband, would you please schedule an appointment and come on in? <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> Folks, we collectively are the bride of Christ. And Christ tells us over and over and over again that he loves us. Your wife needs to hear it over and over and over and over again. And she needs to see the commitment. You know what some of you are going to need to do today? in order to lead your home the way you should lead your home is forget about your team for a little while. I was watching the other day a special on the 85 Bears. And I'll be honest with you. I watched that for a few minutes. I thought back on how rabid a fan I was during that time. And I'll be honest with you. I'm ashamed of myself at that time over the importance I put in that. You know what it is? It's just a dusty old artifact of sports history and a bunch of fat old ex-athletes sitting around reminiscing about what could have been, should have been, and was. Guys, don't sacrifice. Don't sacrifice your family for your team. Put your family first. Have family devotions with your family. Don't be lazy. Prioritize your time. Well, I get home from work. I'm tired. Can I share something with you? I've spent seven of the last 15 years tired. And I'm not the only one. My wife tells me, I, I, I'm in a good place right now. People say, how you doing? I'm feeling great. I told someone the other day, if I was doing any better, I'd be twins. But the problem is I try to live my whole life in one day because I know what it's like not to have any energy. Stop being lazy. Well, I get home from work, you know, and I'm just tired and I just don't. Just quit being lazy. Suck it up. And do it for him. You know, we live, we live in this day and age of, I'm sorry, guys, whiners. I have a hard time with professional sports anymore. Prima donnas and whiners. We as Christian men ought to be soldiers enduring hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And that means doing things that we don't always want to do. Doing things when we're tired and don't want to do them. You know what? I, 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 wouldn't get, I wouldn't give you a nickel for a lot of FDR's politics. I think he plunged us into a socialistic direction that we've not recovered from since. But I'll give him credit. That guy had polio. He couldn't stand on his own. He had those big awkward braces that they wore in those days. And he would not allow himself to be photographed in a wheelchair. What are you saying? I'm just saying the guy did not want to carry on like he was a victim. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being in a wheelchair. He had to be in one. Do you ever notice all the pictures of him are sitting down or he's behind a podium hanging on to it? 
These days, there would be all kinds of crowing going on about what a brave man he is for doing it. Sure, he was a brave man, but you know what? He didn't want to be, he didn't want to be identified by that. How do you want to be identified as a man? Does your family want to know that you can't do the things with them, that you should be doing them with them to lead them because you're always too tired or too interested in sports or recreation? or stashing away a couple extra bucks. Sir, lead your family. Lead your family. I was talking to Brother Gip the other day. There are days that guy spends the whole day practically in the fetal position in pain, gets up at night and preaches, and it goes back into the fetal position. What does it take to make you quit, sir? What does it take to make you quit? Fellas, you know, we want our leaders in our country to be courageous, don't we? We want them to have honor and integrity. We want them to be men's men. How about us? You know, if anybody should represent Jesus Christ that way, it should be us. Amen? For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Do it for him. Do it for him. Here's another one. Reach out to someone. I hope you'll pick up a copy of that Pastor's Corner or look it up on the website. It talks about the midnight hour. It talks about the midnight friend. Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come in his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. Have you ever needed a friend at midnight? Have you ever had somebody call you in the middle of the night because they were in distress? You want to know something? There's people walking around today in broad daylight that are in distress, just like it were midnight. Reach out to someone today. There's a lot of hurting people around us. Young people reach out to old people. Old people reach out to young people. Sometimes we're tired. Sometimes we don't have the energy. Reach out to somebody. Take an interest in the life of a young person. Young people. Reach out to an old person. Take an interest. You know, old people, they might have a harder time getting around. Their knees might pop when they bend. They might make a bunch of weird noises when they're going up a flight of stairs. They've been some places. And it would be a big blessing to them if you took an interest in their lives. And the blessing would be mutual. Do it for him. Here's another one. Yield vocationally. The Bible says we're to present our bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable. It is our reasonable service to God that we yield ourselves to Him. Whatever God has called you to do, Colossians chapter 3, verse 17 says, do it to the glory of God. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Do It For Him by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has revealed the practical ways in which we can live our lives for God. It is important that the Christians of America be Bible-reading Christians with active prayer lives. It is also imperative to give our time, our talents, and our treasures over to the Lord for His use and for His glory. One of the single greatest things we can invest our time, our talents, and our treasures in is in our witnessing efforts in telling others about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. The preacher has also encouraged us to step forward with our greatest efforts 
when we're tired and discouraged. It is at these times where we should remind ourselves to do it for Him. Jesus Christ paid a heavy cost and gave His life for us. All He asks in return is that we live for Him. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tbbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday school, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Music